Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome along to this week's edition of The Rodcast with me, Paul Johnson. I hope you're good. I hope you're well. hope you've caught some fish this week, as ever. And this week heralds the beautiful date that is what we call in the fishing fraternity the glorious 16th. So, this week means that all the rivers and the lakes are opening up again after spawning and we can get some really good river fishing done. And with that in mind, we've got the expert that is the one and only Nate Green as Specimen Hunter to talk to you about fishing for chub, those little shy fish that will see you before you see them if you're not careful. That's chub hunting with nathan that's coming up on our species section for this week and on our tackle on test i've been given an ugly stick spin sounds terrific doesn't it the ugly stick spin and that's from wsb tackle and i'll be looking forward to getting that up the beach and telling you what that's all about so welcome along one and all to the rodcast Well, it's that time of day, isn't it? I love this time of day. It's that tackle-on test time of day on this week's Rodcast. And um, you've heard me speak a lot about spinning over the last few weeks. It's something that I've got into over the looming summer, something I wanted to get into um, in the winter, but uh, it's much better to do spinning in the summer because the weather's nicer and everything. But I, I have tried a couple of spinning rods on the tackle-on test, and I wanted one myself as a budget rod. I wanted to look into how cheap could I go to get a spinning rod. Now, luckily enough, I do know a guy who, who has an own, his own fishing store, and he's a trader, and he goes about several markets and boot fairs. So this is the sort of place where you're likely to pick up these budget rods. And on this occasion, what I have in front of me here, and I have been up the beach with it, is a WSB tackle stiffy spin 240 so it's a stiffy spin 240 the clues in the name now it's a cracking looking rod actually um, i looked up wsb tackle discovered that they're a company that have been around many many years now formed in 1970 and uh they was at that time into netting and mackerel nets and things like that started selling fishing tackle a small amount of fishing tackle to shops in the mid 70s and it's just grown and grown from there probably one of the biggest trade sale tackle shops around the uk a good english company based in redruth in cornwall and their gear is always gonna be targeted 
at the kind of budget end of the gear where you can go along to a tackle shop fancy a bit of fishing a bit like Shakespeare used to do a bit like Sundridge used to do in their heyday if anyone remembers Sundridge I had some great Sundridge gear over the years and companies like that you can go in and get a fairly decent rod and a reel or whatever um, for a really good price now the price entry level on this you'd have to look up yourself I I I I can't really tell you how much I got this rod for because I got it trade 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 and uh, can't really disclose that but um you would be able to pick up these rods probably at 30 40 quid I suppose something like that maybe a bit cheaper if you look around and a very nice rod it is too it's a eight foot rod and it is quite a stiff rod actually when I put it together um, when it enters into the level of spinning rods, you tend to get a lot of telescopic rods, a lot of rods which we spoke about, which are little small section four-piece rods, three-piece rods that you can tuck away in your suitcase and go on holiday with them. You ain't going to be able to tuck this one away in a suitcase. That's its only downside. Um, it is in two four-foot lengths. Four-foot times two makes eight-foot, obviously. And it is black in colour with red whipping. But it's not a huge rod, and if you have a car or whatever or you're going on holiday you can easily put this in the boot or whatever and it will store there quite nicely the rings on it are very good quality for the what it is and um, they're fairly well whipped actually lovely color scheme the sort of black and then the shiny red whipping the top section itself has got four rings in it and if i just bend the top section it really does feel quite nice it felt like you get a decent fish on it could be able to handle it no problem at all the butt section is really nicely done with a kind of shiny stiffy spin rod in it uh lettering the stiffy spin lettering on the bottom of the rod is in bright shiny red echoed in a sort of goldy color and the whipping at the bottom of the butt end is kind of red and black and gold the technical name for this is the rd20 uh stroke 240 that's eight foot 2.4 meters and it says the casting ratio on this one to three ounce 28 grams 85 grams doesn't mean a lot there but one ounce to three ounce you think that's not a lot of weight so you wouldn't want to be throwing five ounce weights out here uh with this rod um so i'll tell you how i got on when i took it up the beach um but basically um it, the other side of this is 28 grams to 85 grams which which gets a bit more interesting because that indicates the sort of size of lure that you can have on there when you're lure fishing they're always measured in grams the handles are foam quite hard foam um quite nice though quite nice and grippy the butt section gives you just enough to sort of hold it in your forearm and, and elbow which i quite like to sit and the real seat looks quite good quality certainly screwed up quite nicely uh, just one larger ring on the butt section again whipped into black and red so, how did I get on with it when I took it out of the beach? Well, I wanted to do some spinning. I had a few uh, tubs of lures, uh, which I wanted to put on there, and they ranged from sort of 20 grams up to 40 grams. Different lures, I had some shads and some plugs, uh, and some metal lures as well. Really, I just wanted to get a feel of the rod. Wasn't really concentrating too much on what fish I would catch. I went to a mark down local in Kent, uh, where there's some rocky outcrops, which is where I've done some spinning before. And I have actually, caught bass here before but i wanted to try that rod this rod uh here on this little rocky outcrop and i wanted to see if i could pick up a school bass or maybe a small bass but the weather was good took it up there just last week sun was blistering down the water looked clear 
So I thought to myself, this could be mackerel territory as well. So I partnered this rod with another budget reel, which I'll tell you about in a later show, which was the 60FD by Silk Line. That's the Silk Line Vigor. The Silk Line Vigor is what I tried it with. Sort of small, slick sport. Carries 150 yards of 18-pound line, 120 yards of 20-pound line. Obviously, braid would be a lot more yardy. Quite a nice reel. Probably about 2,000 to 3,000 size reel, which coupled with this 8-foot rod quite nicely. So when I got it up the beach, the first thing I wanted to try was how easy the ferrules and the joints all look, how good they are. Because with sometimes with the budget rods, they can be a bit ropey. And you think, well, I don't know where that ferrule's going to last long. They'd be falling out before long. But it did feel quite nice when I slotted the two sections together, actually. Quite a nice weight to it. The sort of rod that you could carry around all day if you was luring. Uh, it wouldn't uh, particularly hurt your arm too much if you're having a day spinning. Um, and also, I think, and I did try this a bit later on, putting on a little three ounce weight and doing a couple of mackerel feathers or three mackerel feathers at a time, it would flick out quite nicely off of the rocks and maybe able to pick up some mackerel as well. So it's a kind of hybrid rod really between like a little rock or pier type rod, very lightweight rock or pier type rod, and a spinning rod, which I quite liked. As I say, two four-foot sections, you can't get it in your suitcase, but it, it does fold away quite nicely in your car, and it felt quite nice. The first one I tried was a, a lure that I've had some success with with bass before. That's a 30-gram lure. I was fishing with monofilament straight through. Didn't really feel the need for a shock leader. I wasn't going to be throwing out huge, great casts and things like that. So away I went, and I took a few casts. The first cast felt really nice, actually. Um, I do like a rod that's a good length. Sort of eight foot is good for me. I, I get a bit, personally, because I'm six foot tall, I don't particularly like short rods. Anything below seven foot to me becomes, it feels a little bit cumbersome when I'm fishing with it, especially if I'm spinning. But this eight foot rod really was a nice length to use. With a little bit of loading and delaying before I released the, the line, it really did bend quite nicely and flick out a 30 gram lure. All good, I thought. I wonder how it goes if I take that down and put a 20 gram lure on it. Um, luckily enough there wasn't much wind on the particular day I went up the beach but it was enough to cause some problems with the lighter lure trying to cast the lighter lure with this rod was coming back at me a little bit and I couldn't really get out where I wanted to be not that I was going to try to get 100 yards out just to try and get it away from the rocks in order to make my lure work for a bass so I decided to go back up to the 30 grams and it fished a lot better with that 30 grams Spun for quite a while, felt good, moving the rod, making the lure work, felt good. Felt like I could do that for quite a while with this rod. No bass, unfortunately, that's why they call it fishing, not catching. That's my excuse, I'm going to keep to it. No bass for about two hours. Changed a few lures, tried different lures, couldn't actually pick up anything. But the water did look quite clear, so what I thought I'd try is try and put a three ounce weight on it with just three mackerel feathers. Had a few mackerel feathers with me, had some six foot mackerel feathers which I cut down, and so that gave me three hooks. I had some sort of little weights in my tackle box that was literally three ounces, just a little bomb-shaped weight that I thought I'd use. And also found in there, in the depths of my tackle box, a watch face, a little watch face weight, which was about three ounces as well, pushing it to a little bit nearer four, the watch weight. But all the same, I put it on, thought I'd give it a go, and it cast really well with that three to four ounce weight. Really impressed with that. Mackerel feathers shot out, 
had actually caught two mackerel. I was really surprised. After about five casts, I, I felt a hit, uh, and I had two mackerel on that, which was very pleasing to the eye, and I was very pleased with that. The rod handled two mackerel very, very well, actually. It bent all in the right places, bent lovely at the tip, really nice action, actually, at the tip end of this rod. For what it is, it's carbon fibre on the budget end of the rods. The, you know, the eyes are okay, and I was always a bit worried about you know, how those sort of rods are going to perform. But this in no way is kind of a cheap and nasty rod. I've got to hand it WSB Tackle. They've really done their research here, and they've come out with a rod which is right bang on on the budget end of the market. You know, for a spinning rod that you're going to use in the summer mainly, it's well worth investing in these things. If you have a look around online, or you look in your local tackle shop, you go to wsb.co.uk, wsbtackle.co.uk, be able to point you into the right direction of a dealer that will be able to sort you out with some wsb tackle i really liked it the nice little bit of whipping on the rod there at the bottom gives the rod a kind of quality look as well so it would easily stand up against some of the shimanos and some of the diaiwa spinning rods uh, but at a fraction of the cost which is what it's all about so there you have it the wonderful wsb stiffy spin 240 uh, i would certainly recommend it i'm gonna have lots of fun with this rod over the summer and uh i'll let you know how i got on with it when i go fishing again hopefully next time i'll catch a bass on it but that's your tackle on test for this week when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bear, uh, I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both up. <laughs> For the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah, let's <Yeah>, go. <laughs> I'm so glad no one can see me right now because I'm doing. I was doing some weird dance moves. <laughs> yeah, nothing then. Yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the Wellbeing Podcast.
I just became a lot more productive and happier. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, music in my life, and how are you? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. Okay, it's that time of down the broadcast this week. Again, we have the one and only, the legend that is Nate Green, who's our specimen hunter, and he's back this week because we are sort of celebrating, really, because it's this week it's been the glorious 16th, which I'm reliably informed means the rivers are back open after the close season. That's right. Good stuff. June the 16th, best yeah. day of the year. Yeah. So have you been out there straight away at the stroke of midnight, Nate? Oh, I haven't been out at midnight, but I did go out the day after. <laughs> did you? Straight away. And I caught a few chub. Yeah, we're going to talk about chub oh, today. Oh, you went chubbing, did you? Yeah. I would imagine that there's um, there was quite a few anglers out there sitting on the riverbank, tackled up, waiting for the stroke of midnight. Some people do, yeah. yeah, yeah some yeah. people do. Yeah. And there's a few still waters across the country that have a, a, a closed season as well, yeah. so they'll all be waiting for their uh, midnight right. casting. When uh, I was a kid, I used to love that. When the, the river's open. Yeah, I know a lot of the barbell anglers will be waiting there, waiting for the midnight oh, yeah. stroke of midnight yeah. and they can cast in. Yeah, but they're getting exciting the time. Lying that sort of got it in their hand waiting. Little beep beep midnight yeah. cast. That's plop, it. Yeah. In they go. Great stuff. Like I'd love match to do starting. that. Yeah, I'd love to do that actually. I remember as a kid we used to really love it when the river's opened around Medway, you know, like the river uh, Medway at Eastern and Ellington Lock and all around there. Um you know, we used to wait patiently for that sixteenth to come along. Own our tackle, uh, go out and catch our little tiny run. Go out and get it all wrong on the day. Oh yeah, get tagged up, you know, snagged up in the willow tree, and all that. Uh, oh, the joys of young fishing, eh? Um, so it's a good time to get out there in those rivers now, especially a good time for chub. Yeah. So yeah. although it's the beginning of the river season, it's not actually that good at this time mm. of year. You know, no. the rivers are at their lowest and clearest usually. You know, it's yeah. midsummer. Um, we're basically in like the the closest to a drought season that we get. Yeah, um, really, when you think about it, yeah. So, for actual conditions to fish in, it's not brilliant at this time of year. However, it's June 16th, so you've got to get out and do your best. Yeah. And uh, the way I like to fish at this time of year, if those rivers are really crystal clear and low and slow flowing, then the best way is to spot the fish and fish for them. So... Yeah, I'll be I'll be creeping along and actually spotting the chub, casting to them to try and catch them. Wow! Yeah. So do they show themselves? Um, what? Just do they roll over? Was it bubbles again? Or no, you you're, you're actually physically spotting the fish. Oh, you can see it. You know, you're actually yeah. looking for the fish themselves. Um, wow. And they'll often be, you know, a bit of watercraft again. You'll you'll usually have an idea of where you're likely to spot them before you'll spot them. You know given, you know, maybe they might be on a bend in the deeper water, you know, behind an obstacle in the flow or, you know, they're not stupid, so they're going to be sitting out of the main flow somewhere but near the flow because the flow is what brings food to them. Yeah, of course it does. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you can usually Sorry. work out where you're likely yeah, to see them. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we'll be fishing just a hook and some line. No, really? like just line. straight through to a hook and wow. free lining. Um, usually with heavy baits like big old fresh slugs, big live slugs, nice. things like that. Um, Charming. L- lump of meat sometimes, lump of luncheon yeah. meat, or yeah. you know a bit of hot dog sausage even. I've, like I know people who use that. 
I've never yeah. fished with uh, with snub, and then again, I've never fished specifically for chub. Yeah, it's a great um, way of fishing. Really yeah. good fun, and obviously, and free as well. You know, most of the river, most of the smaller rivers in the you know country will be have free stretches on them. Oh, absolutely! If you got um, your license from your own agency, you yeah. just go and, and yeah, yeah, just so pop your line as, in wherever. As yeah. long as you're not fishing somewhere you shouldn't be, no, then quite you know. right. And there's some lovely river walks as well. I mean, yeah. if you go upwards from where you know the rivers start, the, where the locks start, salt water finishes. You go up rivers and up and down the UK. There's loads of lovely spots. Yeah, to you fish. can get really lost, and like you know, like, like you said, there's a lot of people out at this time of year. Yeah. Uh, because it's been June the sixteenth, but you know, most people are inherently lazy. So if you yeah, if you absolutely. get out and walk a yeah. bit, you can usually yeah. find quite a lot of water to yourselves. With and, the added uh, benefit that when you're walking up and down the rivers of our UK, you might come across a pub that might be open. <laughs> And you might, There's that as well. You might jump in there for a quick burger and a beer. Yeah. Uh, a bit like you do when you're grayling fishing. Yeah. You know, um, just drop in there for a quick beer, take your little rod. Um, are chub particularly um, active um, at night? Would you night fish for them? No, no. Mostly, this is mostly a sort of, you know, height of the summer tactic when the, when the sun's high in the sky, oh, you know, okay. m- midday. Um, I've got this vision know. of the sun setting and... Not actually in the dark. Because for, for spotting them, you're going to want light yeah, conditions right. to be yeah. good. Um, yeah. And, you know, that that's also good for them because the way they are spotting things is like silhouettes. So when the sun's at its brightest, they're going to see objects yeah. Yeah. better above them, you know. Yeah. Um, so basically, you'll creep along like, you know, some sort of stalker. Um, like a little Look, poacher. L- like a little poacher, yeah, yeah, looking for a fish. And you're gonna Absolutely. when you spot a fish, you're gonna basically cast a, a bait so that it plops in front of the fish into the water and it's very audible the the reason you're doing this is to create an audible sensation to the chub as well. Mm-hmm. They'll know the noise of something falling out of a bush or tree, so they'll basically intercept it straight away. Yeah. Um, so it's depending on the flow and the depth that the chub is sitting at and that you want to cast it so that it plops in front of them a few metres in front of them and usually you'll and, and that's it, you're not waiting for a bite you literally you cast it in and if they don't take it you have another go and if they don't take it that time you've probably fluffed your chances Right. so it's like yeah. an instant take or yeah, nothing right. so do they, uh, they don't, I've never caught one so do they Nibble at it like a lot of the annoying fish. No, we did a thing about if, mallet a few weeks back. So frustrated, <laughs> you know the mallet. Are they? But they're not. Ch- so Chub are quite spooky, so you'll be out of you'll you'll scare them off out of the swim very easily. Mm. But if you can get that bait to land in front of them successfully, they will just engulf it straight away. Wow! So and good. and yeah. and then you're in. You know, within a second. Um, sometimes they're a bit cagey, or they might have noticed your movements as you arrive, and they'll still be sat but they don't want to yeah. take the bait and then that's just time again to move on find the next chub and try again yeah it's it's a really really fun way of fishing i bet it is just there's nothing to worry about is there just a straight through nice fresh water rod what, what, 10 foot 12 foot rod yeah i mean yeah. i'd fish probably uh, i'd tend to fish a uh, 11 foot mm. one and a quarter pound test curve avon style rod yeah um you want it to be nice and crisp because you're casting that Free-lined bait, so you think yeah. of like the weight of a slug. Yeah. The reason you're using these baits is because they're heavy. They give you the casting weight in themselves. Yeah. Um, and they're also quite dense, so they make a nice little splash as they hit the water. Yeah. Um, yeah, usually slugs is the best way, so you get to go out and 
you know, find your bait the, the evening before lifting, you know, lift slabs in the garden and things like yeah, that. Yeah, go in the garden, get some... Get a bait would, box full of slugs ready. Yeah, would they take worms as well? Yeah, worms are good also, free-lined worm, but there's not quite as much weight in a worm as there no, is in a slug, so no. you want the real big slugs, big you know, slugs. the big fat slugs that you find, the biggest ones you find. Oh, bloody. When I lived in my house in Rochester, I had slugs in the kitchen all the time. I could have, oh, nice. could have made a, <laughs> could have made an instant <laughs> bait box out of the slugs that used yeah. to come in our kitchen. Yeah, they, they, it, it's yeah. great because it's, you know, free, it's free bait. Um, yeah, free, it's easy to collect. Yeah, bit slimy though, but you know. Yeah, a bit gross. A bit gross. But, and um, people think it's big as well, but you look at a chub's mouth and they've got a massive mouth. Yeah, I was no say, trouble, no yeah. trouble at all. Even the biggest slug you can imagine, like you know, these big slugs that are like six inches long. Wow, yeah. A, a two-pound chub will easily, you know, just wow. smash that easily. I've never thought about it. It's amazing fishing for chub with slugs. Yeah, it's quite amazing. I'll have to try it. It's a very it. traditional way of fishing for them, but but at this time of year. You know, the river's really clear and just the, the chub are extra cagey. They can see everything yeah. that's going on. And, and, what about, and, you know, it's just good fun to get out and walk about and yeah, you know, spot yeah. them. It's a bit like kind of, you know, as you say, sort of poaching in a way. Light gear. Don't need a lot if you're freelining. What just, I love about it is, as you've heard from us doing these podcasts, that I've, I do a lot of different ways of fishing and, yeah. you know, for different species and that. And, a lot of it's quite sort of convoluted and you know technical. This is this is as close to just you versus the fish yeah. as you can get. You know, it's it a hook and some line and a fishing rod. Kind of almost cavemanish, isn't it? Yeah, you'll have like a. I tend to carry like a little satchel bag, so it's open at the top all time. So it's just like a shoulder bag, you know, a rolled up unhooking mat, a little lightweight unhooking mat, a landing net, and your rod, and that's it. You know, you want a good pair of polarized glasses. Yes, because you want to see cut, through the water. Cut through the glare on the yeah, surface of the water yeah. and make spotting fish just so much easier. And also, important to say, much better for your eyes as well, you know. Oh, gotcha. yeah, you shouldn't definitely. be squinting all the time, it's bad for you. Yeah, you um, like it the end of the day yeah. as well. And a peaked hat, bottle of water, make sure you're hydrated. Yeah. And just, it's the it's the most fun you can have, I think, I when you're fishing. It's just straight through. What sort of size hooks? Oh, surprisingly big, big, big yeah. hooks, yeah, size, yeah. size fours and sixes. Almost yeah. like carp size. Yeah, because you're fishing a great big bait yeah. for a fish with a big mouth. You know, there's just no need. And they've not, because of the nature of the fishing as well, they've not got time to inspect the bait. They're, no. they're instantly smashing it. When it, it plops in front of them, they make that decision. If they're going to take it, they'll take it there and then. And if they're not going to take it, they just won't. So you move on to the next chub, basically. Wow. And I'm not without, you know... Being too gross, do slugs stay on the hook or do they all? Yeah, they're pretty tough. They um, you, you would only really, I mean, yeah, you'd you'd give it a few casts, but oh, right, okay. once they've been in the water a little while, they start going a bit slimy and horrible. So you just use the next one. Anything else no. that chub fancy? I've got this fixation with cheese. Do they take cheese? They do take cheese. Ah, chub chub probably take cheese better than any other fish. Yeah. You love your cheese, don't you? I keep going about cheese. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it is because. Years ago, when I was a kid, I used to go up the river Medway, and there was always people, old boys, old boys, yeah. fishing with cheese. They yeah, it's a very traditional fish. bait. Yeah. Later on in the year, in the, in the winter, we'll talk about chub in depth on cheese baits. Um, yeah. Cheese oh, paste made with pastry or breadcrumbs yeah. and, and, you know, with blue cheese flavouring, really stinky stuff. But that's more for when... The complete opposite end of the season when the rivers are flooded and brown and, and muddy, yeah, muddy and yeah. um, 
you know, it's freezing cold and you'll be togged up, you know. That's changing the scene a bit. Yeah. You know, I would be inclined to maybe... That that is what I love about Chubb, really. There's so many different ways you can fish for them. Yeah. That just, you know... From yeah. from walking along, you know, avoiding stinging nettles in the in the summer with shorts and t shirt on, and you know, yeah. trying not to get a suntan, uh, trying not to get burnt. Yeah, get burnt. Yeah. Um, to, to like spend... you know, in the middle of February when it's freezing cold and raining sideways, and the river's like six foot up, you know, you can still catch them then. But, yeah. But the tactics change, you know. I suppose in the moment, you know, don't get your sun cream. It's a bit of a, we should say really. It's, yeah, definitely. It's, it's like important. Hot, hot, hot days. Fishing, I've done it before myself, you know, when I've been out, especially on, like, by the sea, it's even worse, isn't it? Mackerel. Anything by water, water, you know, you're really yeah. running the risk of getting very severely and burnt. You, and you get home and you think, God, even if you, even when you, you know, even when I've had a t-shirt on, you can get nastily burnt. It's, it's well worth being a bit careful um, when you're out there, either chubbing or, or um, it's uh, important to cover that. Um, so you would change your tactics in the autumn, we'll have a look at that, come really. Yeah, you know. Look forward to speaking about that. Anything else in the, as the rivers open? Any other fish worth having a little go at whilst they're open? Well, you've got. Or is it all, all a bit sleepy? You've got lots of species in the in the river, haven't you? Um, barbel are probably the most popular, the, I'd say, yeah. of the river fish. Um, I don't really like catching barbel when it's really hot in the summer. I prefer waiting until like sort of the autumn to fish yeah. for the barbel. Um, they they do themselves in a bit with the fight, so I think it's yeah. it's important. Right, this time of year, the the oxygen levels are quite low, and yep. you know, but each to their own. But if you do catch barbel at this time of year, you know, make sure you rest them in the net for a long time, get them out for a quick photo, and then make sure you rest them in the net for a long time before you get them, you know, swimming off as well. Yeah, make sure it's safe because yeah. um, they're very delicate, really. And I've never caught a chub. Do chub fight a lot? Are they? They fight well, terrifically, like yeah. Um, I don't, did we say what tackle I'd be using? You, using quite a light rod, like a yeah. one-pound test curve, a one-and-a-quarter-pound test curve rod. Yep, straight through um, to the hook, plus four. Something quite crisp yep. um, with a nice action to it. And, yeah, a, 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 I say a big chub is sort of five-pound plus. Are they um, spooked by line? Line, does that need to be not, quite thin? Not really. Yeah, thin, thin-ish. I'd be looking to use something like a, a four... No, maybe like a five or six pound fluorocarbon. Yeah. Right, that's exactly like three um, pounds. No, you don't need to go really light yeah. because again, because you're not you're not putting yourself in a situation where the fish gets to inspect what it's chasing. It's it's all so instant Quick. that you can yeah. get away with heavier gear. Yeah. Um, fluorocarbon is good because the, the the visible nature of it, but you know, I, I guess you get ten different answers from ten different anglers yeah, for what I to use. Yeah, I suppose it's all personal. A lot of this. But, you know, but yeah, um, the thing about chub is they do give a really nice dogged fight. They're always like diving for weed beds, and you know if there's snags in the river, they'll they'll go for them, and it's it, it can be quite hairy sometimes trying mm-hmm. to land them. You know, especially at this time of year, and everything's all overgrown, and, you and know. you've got no end rig that you know if they do get tangled up, you know, to lose, have you? It's straight through. It's straight through, so it's everything's so direct. And, yeah, yeah, interesting. Quite exciting, I'd. Very, well. very exciting way I love freelining. I yeah. do like freelining. I'll say a few weeks back we've done freelining for, for mallet. Quite good fun. Because there's nothing else. It's just you and that yeah. you and that line and a hook. That's what I mean. It's, it's, really just, it's, it's like as pure a, yeah. a, a, as pure an angling experience as you can sort of imagine because it's, so, it's just you versus... There's not even a float. You know, there's not even a float to tell you when you've got a bite. You've got to watch the bait and watch the fish. Yeah. 
you know, it, it's really fun, really that's, good fun. That's like there's old school, isn't it? Very old school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Great Love way it. of fishing. Yeah. yeah, so good luck with your chubbing. If you're going out there this week, you know, the river's roaming, get yourself out there, have a walk along the river, you know, take some water, get suntan lotion. You know, what, what, what better thing could you do on a nice sunny day? Um, thanks, Nate, mate. Brilliant stuff. Uh, we're back next week with Nate, and we're going to be talking rud. We do love a rud, um, and we're going to be looking at how to rud that specimen hunt of Nate next week. Great stuff. Thanks, mate. Well, sadly, time's beating us again. That's all we've got time for on this week's episode of the Rodcast. I do hope you've enjoyed it. I do hope you're excited as we are about the glorious 16th yesterday. Going out now in all those rivers and lakes that are open after the spawning. Good luck with that. And uh, I do hope you enjoyed my little review of the ugly stick. Join us again next week. Tell your mates to make a date with the Rodcast where we'll be looking with Nate at Rudd. How to catch prime Rudd, amongst other things. And there'll be another tackle on test. So join us again next week on the Rodcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.